Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of The King's Man. My name is Shabazz and of course I'm joined by my fellow knights of the... Not so much of a round table that we're at right now. We're more of a rectangular table, right? Yeah, everyone confirms it's a, it's a rectangle table? We can confirm this is a rectangular table. Yes, so correct. My yes. knights at the rectangle table, Daniel... This is the type of table that they were trying to fight against, first of all. Yeah, they were like, we don't want... This is not a good table. I can't see anybody. No, we're not even looking at each other. No. We're lined up in a line. This is not the equality that... We're, we're like we're like judging whoever's in front of us yeah, right the, now. We're, the, we're like American Idol right now. Yes, 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 I like that. Okay, my judges, Daniel, a.k.a. my 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 Merlin. Manners maketh man. Anthony, my Galahad. How are you, Anthony? I'm doing well. I don't know who Galahad is, but he better be good at decapitations. <laughs> That's so Dear God. So specific. I don't too. know. Like usually he medieval times. Good he head a lot of he head is. chopping. A lot of head yeah, chopping. I'm, I think they're all good at ripping off heads. I'm not going to ever take that away from them. Okay. All right, so you... Or they'll take something from you. Oh, yeah, they'll take something from me. <laughs> Dirty bitches back. Oh, no. It's okay. It's an R-rated movie. It's an R-rated movie, yeah. so it's okay. How many Fs can we see in this episode? Uh, we could say three. Three? Oh, that's one each. That's one each. It's one each. Perfect. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch it throughout the week, just like this episode is a review one. There are more that can drop out of nowhere. We just had one drop recently that was so spicy. It was so spicy and delicious. That when we get to our announcements, I'm going to have Daniel say the words for me. But make sure to follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd. Don't forget to leave us a review at Apple po- on Apple Podcasts. And join our Discord as well. And write into the show as well. We have an email. It's hello at themoviepodcast.ca. If you want to tweet at us as well, you're welcome to. But if you want to give us some information or some criticism, give it to that email instead. And just check out our show notes below for all that information. Uh, Daniel, a.k.a. Merlin. Hello. Can you- <laughs> we Ruffy, went this Ruffy long Ruffy without stuff. doing we, we went this long without doing a British accent. Hello, hello. Hello, you know, pop it. Of all people, me as well. But I know. Can, but can you give us some announcements, Daniel? I would love to. Shay, we are living in a post-Spider-Man No Way Home world right now. So it means if you're listening to our review of this on the 16th of December, it means that you are able to go out into the world and watch Spider-Man No Way Home in a movie theater. If you are in the UK or any other country in europe you'll be able to watch this movie as well too which is pretty amazing uh you can check out our spoiler free review right now and on podcast feeds so if you're listening to us you already know that because hopefully you're hearing us somehow right now um but please go check that out we do not give any spoilers we dance around them like the gentlemen we are we swing around them we swing around them because we are gentlemen and we do not spoil a movie for you but come monday we'll be spoiling the fuck out of that movie. That was that was my one. That's that was one. one. Hey, it was so aggressive. You're too. using it there. Yeah, right there. So yeah, Monday's episode of the movie podcast will also be our final numbered episode of the year. Ooh. Make sure you tune in because we'll also be talking about our thoughts on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, episodes five and six, and also our Hawkeye episode five review. So we'll be kind of putting that all into one mega Christmas extravaganza on Monday because we wanted to give our Spider-Man episodes some time to breathe. Mm. You know, we want to give it some time to breathe. We also have the Kingsman review, which is right now. We'll have our commentary on Jingle All the Way out this week. And guess what, Shay? What? Guess what, Anthony? What? <laughs> He's very excited. <laughs> uh, we have another special guest joining us this week on the show. What? Friday, December 17th, on the movie podcast, we have the Mitchells versus the Machines director, Michael Rianda, joining us. So make sure you tune in. We have a great conversation planned. 
and it's going to be a lot of fun. That's all I got for announcements. Other than that, uh, tune in next week for our spoiler cast. Like I said, Licorice Pizza. What else we got? Hawkeye season finale. Matrix, hopefully. Matrix Resurrections. There's some new news that we're getting from the world of Ontario and movie theaters and things being 50%, like Thanos. We'll, we'll, we'll give hopefully, you all of our hopefully details. by Monday we'll have all that information. Yeah, so make sure you tune on Monday for all of that because that's all breaking right now. Uh, but that's all I got for you announcement-wise. Awesome. Thank you so much, Daniel. Or should I say Merlin? No problem. Now, the movie, again, today we're talking about is The King's Man. This is directed by Matthew Vaughn, who's directed the first two in the franchise as well, alongside he's directed uh, Kick-Ass 1 and a bunch of other great films also. This film stars Ralph Fiennes, Gemma Arterton, Rice Fans, Matthew Good, Tom Hollander, Harris Dickinson, Daniel Brohl, Jimon Hansu, and Charles Dance. The King's Man will release theatrically December 22nd, 2021. And we want to thank our friends over at Disney for inviting us to watch this movie Anthony, or should I say Galahad, can you please give me the synopsis to The King's Man? As a collection of history's worst tyrants and criminal masterminds gather to plot a war to wipe out millions, one man must race against time to stop him. Discover the origins of the very first independent intelligence agency in The King's Man. The comic book, The Secret Service, by Mark Miller and Dave Gibbons. Thank you so much. And Merlin, give us your first reactions to The King's Man. I'll do it without an accent. I'll do it without oh, please, an accent. Thank out, you. out of respect. Um, listen, I am a huge fan of this series. I absolutely love The Kingsman. Uh, the second film, The Golden Circle, uh, still has some great moments. Even though it's not my, it, it wasn't, didn't reach the highs of the first movie, I still think it's some great Kingsman action, and it's just super self-indulgent, and I kind of respect it for doing that. Um, and now we're here. This movie is a long time coming. We've been waiting so long for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's here, and I think it's good. And I think it just kind of stays that good for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing I have with this movie is that I just, I went in and it just felt like I was just staying at the same pace throughout Mm -hmm. where I'm interested. I'm not, not enjoying it, but I'm also just never like being blown away. There are some great moments in this movie though, but I do think Matthew Vaughn, I felt like he set out to make a world war one movie first and a Kingsman movie second, um, which is fine. But I think when you're in the world of the King's Man, you're or the Kingsman, you're expecting to have some over-the-top action, which this movie has some, but never to any of the lengths that the first or second movie goes. Uh, I think we have uh, a Rice Evans, Rice Evans, sorry, Rice Evans, yeah, Rice Evans as Rasputin, who is just uh, probably the standout in this movie performance-wise. He is so funny and just over the top, and that's what you expect to have as a villain in the Kingsman world. Uh, I just think that his stint was too short of a time. I, I, I don't think he would. I, I wish he was the main villain of this movie because he would have gotten a proper arc or a proper storyline. Um, because this is a very it's, it's strange how like the, the Kingsmen have never shied away from being political or speaking to politics. But this movie has some very just deep rooted, just like politics and history in it that I wasn't expecting it to go mm-hmm. to the lengths that it did. And I think that's also the 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 crutch of this movie is that it, it, it's relying too much on being like a historical, like an alternate history movie yeah. rather than being like a Kingsman spy agency. Cause there's little sprinkles of that here and there, but never enough to really push that spy agency narrative forward for mm-hmm. me. But yeah. that's kind of where I'm at with it. I liked it. I didn't love it. I also didn't hate it. So I'm kind of right there in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a very fair criticism because the movie, you know, the first two films really relied on the over the top, 
outlandishness that they kind of come with that for this movie to kind of take a step back and be a bit more mature uh, almost felt kind of out of place at certain points. But but Galahad or Anthony, please give me your first reactions to The Kingsman. Yeah, just like Daniel, I kind of am in the middle, probably more closer to um, not liking it because the movie just didn't connect with me as a Kingsman film. It it has the the nuances of Kingsman, but it's it's so narrative driven and it lacks the action that you would expect a Kingsman film to have. And it does feel like it's two different movies in one. Um, there are a lot of like plot points where it's just you wonder why the director chose to go that route or have this part of the plot in in the story when it really doesn't add anything um, other than length to this film. But um, yeah, I love the I love the first one, and I love this. I I did like the second one, even though the story wasn't as great as the the first Kingsman. But this third one, it just seems so out of place. I was I was saying to you guys, I don't like if you're trying to support this franchise or or like continue with more of these types of movies. This movie that's coming out is not going to help it because mm-hmm. it's going to hurt the actual Kingsman franchise because it just doesn't feel like a Kingsman film. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why why Matthew Vaughn decided to do that. Like, why? What was his like? He watched this film. He edited this film. Like it, go backwards, you mean instead of pushing the narrative yeah, forward? But no, but not even going backwards. But even watching this movie, it's not the king. It's not a Kingsman film. There's no hu- There's not a lot of humor in it. Yeah. There are serious moments, um, compared to the other two. But it's just the lack of action, the lack of like chemistry between. I guess the characters in this case will be Ralph Fiennes and and his son. I'm not too sure what the, his son's name is. Connor. 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 Yeah. Was it Tom Hollander? No, no, no that was no. somebody else. Sorry, I, I did like Dejman uh, Hansu's character, which was fantastic, and and even Gemma Atherton's character. Great it, characters, yeah. Great characters, but not enough time. They weren't given enough time to be developed. They were just kind of there. Exactly. And I'm like, hold on a second, like. I want to see how these people all met and came together and I think figured out their network of stuff. Right? I think that's where the story should have been instead of the father-son relationship and him worrying about his son going to war. And then, you know, World War One is not the mo- most interesting war. And a lot of people tend not to, like, remember that war as much as, say, World War Two being that, that um, we'll say, big, big, big war. I, uh, I just, yeah, I wish that we got to know more about even Ralph Fiennes' character because... You don't you you see him do certain things. It's like, how did you become this person? Right. That's where I think that this movie could have been, and where it could have started the narrative of the Kingsman and going into the the first, I guess the first two. But yeah, I just, I uh, I think it's a it's it falls flat, and it it really, it really is a, a downer for me. I you know it's funny you say that though, Anthony, because I think this story, I think could be told but i almost think it would have been served better as a series where we could have had like okay we have the kingsman movies that are like the modern day but as a series we could actually go back now and have like eight or ten episodes developing each one of these characters and telling a story like this because the the amount of time that we're spending with a lot of these characters and their types of stories i'm like wow this would have been better suited to be a long form story over time because it does this movie does time jump right this is there's actually like a lot of months that go by in this and it would have been cool to see that developed over time and over episodes where when you're in a short when you're a span of about two hours you're covering a lot of ground in this movie 
and there's never enough traction to keep you interested, I think, throughout everything. Yeah, I mean, you guys are you guys are pretty much nailing everything right now by but talking about the film, it, it really is just a it's an okay movie. And I think that's what kind of sucks about it the most, that it has the potential to be something so great, something so zany, something so funny, but it consistently relies on trying to ground the series that doesn't need to be grounded. You know, the craziness of the Kingsman franchise needs to have remained, but the DNA is kind of there, but it almost feels like a different director took over. And that's surprising because Matthew Vaughn usually understands the assignment. He knows what he's trying to do. He knows what he's trying to create, but he missed the mark on it a bit, I think, in this one. Now, there is a post-credit scene in this movie that we won't talk about that... It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's so good, though. And it sets up. It sets up something that is a potential. Now, do we think we'll actually see it? Probably not. But does this mean we're going to have two timeline of Kingsman movies like one where we continue with the modern day and then one where we continue with this past because I mean I don't know it, it, it gets very muddled gets very confusing and mm-hmm. this this movie just needed to be crazy fun action but it, it tried to tell too many stories and it couldn't find the footing that it needed I think I think yeah. it's interesting too because you know we know the Kingsman 3 is going to start shooting next year it's going to be you know it's going to wrap up Exe's trilogy um, and I'm excited for that because I love Eggsy as a character. I think Taron, Eg- Taron Egerton is a phenomenal actor. Um, and I think his story has been the most interesting to follow because you knew him before he was the Kingsman. You knew him afterwards. Where in this movie, you're in being interest- introduced to people who are already the roles that they are at the end of the movie, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And I think you never get time to really love them uh, other than, I guess, um, the son, Connor, who I think is a great character, but I don't think he also... Um, the storyline for that goes into certain places that is interesting, but and then reminds you, like, oh my gosh, this movie feels very much like it's telling a drama first. It's telling a World War One story first before relating it to the larger world of the Kingsmen that we would want it to be or would expect it to be, right? Yeah, I wonder if it, the the whole idea was to create, you know, do a, 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 a I guess a, a three movies for each, I guess series, but at the same time. It just seems weird, especially with that end scene credit. I don't know if this movie would get that that sequel that I, it sets I, I it up know. for. I don't know because we, like we said, like number three is coming. This movie is also coming out when you have the Matrix. Sorry, you have the Matrix coming and you have Spider Man in theaters. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious who's where is this movie going to really kind of find its footing and find its audience? Because it's coming out at a really difficult time. It's coming out at a difficult time. It's been delayed a lot too. So I can't imagine the box office of this movie to be super rewarding. No. And, you know, it, it's unfortunate because we need more movies like this where they take the risks. But granted, this one, it, it, if, if anything, it put it safe in my opinion. It put it too safe. It didn't embrace the lore that it came from. It didn't embrace the zaniness that it had. And I wish it did because I think there's potential of this movie to be so much more than it was. But this movie at the end of the day just kind of was flat, like Anthony said. So I think it's safe to say we can jump to our recommendations. Let's do it. Let's start off with Merlin. Merlin, what would you have to give this movie? I'm Merlin, right? That was You're me. Merlin. All yes. right, gents. All right, gents. Here we yeah, go. Right there, uh, right no, no, no. There. You know, I think there's a lot to like in this movie. I think Matthew Vaughn's direction shines in some real in the the Russia sequence most of all with Rasputin. I think that's a great sequence. That's the most fun I had in this entire movie. Um and I wish this movie embraced more of that. Uh for myself, I would say add this movie to your queue. 
Um, wait for it to come to Disney Plus. I, st- I think, or yeah, Disney Plus everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait for it to come to Disney Plus because I still think you'll find some enjoyment in it. But in a time where going to the theater may feel a bit riskier right now, and it and you, if you're only going to be going for one movie, I think Spider Man is the movie to go check out in theaters for sure. Um, so I would say add the Kingsman to your queue. Um, catch it in the new year. Galahad. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Daniel and just add it to your queue. It's not a movie that you need to really rush out to see and or risk your life. And, and oh the, way, the way Daniel said it, it's like, don't risk your life for this one. Risk your life <laughs> risk for Spider-Man. Your life for Spider-Man yes. <laughs> I'm going to say risk your life for Matrix, but I haven't seen it yet. But, you know, risk it for Keanu. He would do it for you. Yeah, it's true. He, would. Um, he really would. would. But yeah, like this, again, it falls flat. It's not the movie you're expecting to see. And I think uh, watching at home will probably be a better um, solution than watching it in the theater and and wasting your your was it two hours and thirty minutes or two it's hours? about two 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 hours eleven I yeah, think. yeah yeah go watch uh, Spider Man or the Matrix thank you for that and I'm gonna say also add it to your queue you guys summed it up pretty much you know this is one to just watch at home and feel comfortable when you're doing it as well thank you so much to listen for listening to our review of. The King's Man. Don't forget, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one on all the latest movies and series. Also, follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd, and check out our show notes for all those links and more. Make sure to email us at hello at the movie podcast.ca. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.